Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 12 of Geek Ronin. That's right, I'm a little bit late on this because I just got some new software. I'm, uh, I've been doing all the podcasts on GarageBand, and uh, I just recently upgraded to Logic Pro X, so I'm super fucking pumped. Um, this episode is basically just uh, the guides. It's been a while since we've had all four of us on the show, so... Um, it was a lot of talk about uh, cosplay and crowdfunding and uh, not necessarily just cosplay, but like trying to be a creative in uh, in the world today and trying to figure out how we're going to, you know, how to make money on on our, our, our things, our projects and, uh, you know, just trying to trying to get by without having to work shitty jobs and what we're looking to do and that sort of deal. So um, it's a pretty decent conversation. Um I think you guys will enjoy it. Uh, if you want to do me a solid favor, please, 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 I want you to go check out geekronin.com or follow us on uh, on all of our uh, uh, on the social media. At uh, geekronin is pretty much all of them. Facebook.com slash geekronin. At geekronin is uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us there. Uh, you can follow me uh, at I am Thomas TBG. You can find my website, imtbg.com. You can follow Law at uh, T-A-O-S by Law or Taos by Law. Uh, .com at Taos by Law is Twitter and Instagram. You can find his podcast on uh, all the good stuff. Check out uh, SoundCloud first, and then I know some other things will be coming up. Uh, go check out Danny's uh all of Danny's projects. He's got so much stuff going on. He's got art. He's got stickers. Go check out his stickers. His stickers are worth it. I have them plastered all over my shit right now. It's awesome. Um, I want you to go to uh, failingsuccessfully.com. Uh, find him on Instagram uh, uh, at this is the uh, I think it's uh, the real Danny Darko. I'm pretty sure is what it is. He has so many different things that he does. It's fantastic. Uh, hopefully, we'll be hearing more about uh, some successfully failing podcast in the near future and uh check out guys uh instagram uh guys mind body and soul uh at you know that it's it's an at it's so go check that out um so without further ado here comes episode number 12 which i don't have a title for as of recording this but i'm sure there will be one for uh all the fun stuff uh peace out cub scouts it's a waste of time to sit around and watch the Cause everyone rebels without a cause Stand up for your rights when nothing's wrong You're waiting for a difference to be made You're waiting for the rain to go away Why respect authority? And why degrade minority? When anyone is everyone and everyone will never get along Cause everyone rebels without a cause Stand up for your rights when nothing's wrong start the show let's start the fucking show yeah you can swear it's okay it's good to have you back man it's fucking been too long guy so happy right now <laughs> i'm ba- back and i'm in traffic and i almost got run over okay cool don't hurt yourself so, guy, live yeah, 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 no. live from the streets of new york city we have guy uh right. 
Mr. He's Guy he's, here. He's he's yeah, on the he's our on, live correspondent. Live correspondent. You uh, you should just ask people random questions when we start asking them. Just be like, hey, uh, they want to know something. They would probably do it too. You would. They have a question for you. I think we have our, I think we have our newest segment. Oh, that'd be amazing. Although I don't oh, want I don't want guy to get like punched in the face either though. No. I wish somebody would. <laughs> <laughs> yes, guy, let him know. Yeah. Try me, would. motherfucker. Clap. Try me. These hands are rated E for everyone, son. <laughs> my, hands, my hands are called emotional and physical pain. So <laughs> let's just let's just go. Let's see but how, that how works. are you guys? We're good it's now. All right. It's all right. No, I'm nice. saying. Oh, What's yeah. new? What's happy, new in happy, the hood? Belated, happy belated birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank oh, you. Wait, Appreciate what? It. Yeah, yes. I didn't know anything about this so, either. So no one tells me this tell shit. Me. Here's what happens. Facebook doesn't tell you. And it's only around this time because, um, well, I've been friends with him for, for forever. But I always forget the exact date. So I always remember it's Memorial Day weekend or around the Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And all my Memorial Day stuff popped up, and I remember the trip that we took two years ago to VA, and I was just like, "Oh shit, guys, birthday passed." Oh, yes, uh, it w- it's May twentieth, and I am twenty-seven. So that's that. Hooray. Are you gonna kill yourself? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm already dead inside. So. Okay, that works. Oh, oh, oh all you guys. All you guys, all you guys saw that handjob cabin uh, trailer, right? Because ironically, ironically, Law, Andrew had shown me that, and when I got inside was when you messaged the thing to me. Now I looked at it. Oh, that apparently it's based on like an Indian horror comedy. What? (laughs) Or at least it's the the, uh, inspiration behind it. Here, I think Andrew actually sent me. What oh, it was called? That is amazing. It was. It was. Tough. He was saying that it was sad that it wasn't a real movie because it would be. Fu- I would laugh my ass off. Oh, it I would. It would be the greatest movie. That would of be our the best generation. movie ever. If you, it, anyone who's listening to this, if you haven't seen the Handjob Cabin uh, video, uh, just literally look just up. look up. Hand, look, just look up Handjob Cabin and the phrase, uh, "She doesn't want to use the lotion. She wants us to suffer." Will make so much more sense to you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I already get it. Yo, it's so good. It's I feel like it's the same um, guys who created um, what was that movie? Oh, not that movie. It was a trailer the, for the one with the boobs. Oh, yeah. Called... Oh, yeah. I love you. That's why you're my brother from another mother. That was exactly. like Olivia Munn or some shit like yes. that, right? Thank yeah. You. Uh, Chris, so... do, you, do you remember the the fake movie uh, about the boobs? What it was called? Um, Where like the girl like she wakes up and well the guy wakes up and his girlfriend like lost her boobs. It was like the the missing boob or the forgotten boob, some something like that. Oh, (laughs) but it was the same premise as Uh, the forgotten. Side note: uh, This is some earth-shattering news. Uh, Nintendo Switch will be releasing a remake of Pokemon Yellow on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, That looked pretty sweet. That's that's gonna be fucking bananas. And then they're releasing a new new. Bananas are yellow. Yes. True. There we go. Double entendre, sir. Double entendre. Oh, just to throw okay. in here, side real quick. Uh, it was called Furious Punch in a Dark Room. Uh, <laughs> it's an Indian, uh, <laughs> an Indian horror comedy inspired by the trailer. Was, oh, it's inspired by the trailer. Ooh. Oh. Either, ooh, wow. Huh. They made that movie quick. 
I want to wow. say it's the opposite. I want to say it's the opposite that the uh, so movie that movie came in. Re- the, the trailer was inspired by the movie, but you never know. Have you seen Have you seen Handjob Cabin, guy? Uh, I I've seen the um, trailer, right? Yes, but, that's yeah, all yeah. there is. That's all there is. It's not right. really oh, a okay, movie. Cool. Well, you know, it, it, if there was a movie, it would come in real handy. So. <laughs> yes, it would. Yes, it would. Right. That. I haven't left that hard at a fake trailer in a long time. Usually they're just really corny, but that one was perfect. That was perfect. Exactly, exactly. Played the tropes perfectly. It was great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I enjoyed the twist at the end with the woman. Yep. That was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I could do this better myself. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, no. So, uh... I think we asked the question what's new, but like we haven't had all four of us on in a while. Yeah. Uh, oh, like like three, four weeks, something like that. Something along those lines. Ah, really? A little yeah, maybe a little bit I, longer. I was on Oh yeah. It yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's my fault. You guys are being passive aggressive, I get it. What do you mean? So time out, time out. It's not even passive aggressive with you. Cause I've it's missed aggressive. I I've missed episodes. <laughs> Danny's missed episodes. Guys miss episodes. I'm the only one who doesn't Tom- miss an episode. Fuck you. Hey, it's, it's Tommy. <laughs> he, if I miss he, an episode, there's he, no episode he, that week. Right. <laughs> he, keep, he, keep he keep this shit flowing. Uh, floating. Uh, go. You know what I mean. I know words. I promise. Are you sure? Are you sure? Baby? Did you get anything special in your food that you got? I don't want to talk about it right now. Um... So, Danny, what is new? Is there anything new? Any updates? Uh, all honesty, good stuff. Not really. I mean, um, I've been uh, been live streaming a lot of video games on Twitch lately, That's trying good. to get that going. Um, maybe eventually I'll put on a camera and put on a wig and you know get successful the way cosplayers do. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, no, I've been doing a lot of that. Um, Great segue, by the way. That's really it. We gotta we gotta meet up sometime. Yeah. Actually, well, you gonna uh, have, you might have to come my way because your boy is broke as fuck. Yeah. All right, guy, we're gonna we're gonna go kidnap Danny. That's fine. Um, can Down? we not t- can we not tell him that we're gonna do that? It's it's all the surprise because now he just has to sit and wait. Yeah. And now fear. he has to figure out when it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. He knows it's that, going that's to happen. Actually, but it's, when it's going yeah, to happen. Yeah. That's actually. It's, it's way more suspenseful lot. and stressful. Yeah, huh. more anxious inducing. So they, yeah, like, that's like when that's like when somebody tells you, "Hey, uh, can I talk to you about something or can I ask you a question?" <laughs> like that's the worst <laughs> fucking thing. Like, yeah, no, not even having a guilty conscience yeah, or anything. But, the, but yeah. it's just like, it's. I think it's worse when they're like, "Yeah, I need to talk to you about something, but not right now. I'll talk to you later about it." Okay, it's really important. That's the worst. Oh like, my god. Oh fuck! And then all you do is I've think had about. I've people try to tell me we need like, to talk, and then how be like, did you but fuck I'm not up? free until next week. <laughs> What and bad I'm like, thing did you do? One week later, you're gonna talk to me. One week, I. That, that's Fuck. that's crazy. That's like the worst thing ever. Like even if you didn't do anything wrong, you're just like expecting bad news. But uh, no, no, everything's uh, things, all right for the most part. I mean, nothing really new to talk about outside of like uh, you know, all the movies I saw. It's really it. So Lawrence. Yes. Yes. The answer is yes. Okay. Sure. All right. That all right. I will kidnap them. Oh, okay. I was wondering what the yes was for. Because uh, I never, I never said it, so I just, <laughs> to, I just wanted to make it clear. So shout out to my FBI guy, 
um, who is constantly monitoring all my whereabouts and activities. This is not a real kidnapping, just so you know. But it is. Well, that's good. Keep you on your toes here. Are you sure? Parentheses, winky face. Winky face. <laughs> All right. Guy, okay. what's new? What's happening in your world? Uh, oh, so stuff. fun stuff. Uh, I'm working on West 22nd Street in Manhattan at a high school uh, as a paraprofessional, which is a lot of fun. Awesome. Uh, I'm enjoying that. I'm doing improv and mime stuff every day. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome fun. Yeah. yeah. How's that been going? I, I love it a lot. Um, it's really, really fun. I don't even know what to, else to say. It's just fun not talking and being super expensive. Ha, have you finished your stand-up show that you want to do? No. Like if you but, have... I, but I am in process of doing that. Okay. How, how long, if you had a set right now, if you were like, uh, if someone gave you like a half an hour, how long do you think your set would be? Would you like, be able to do like a full half an hour, 15 minutes, 10, 15? Um, so like funny material, nothing. But I have. Are you kidding? So like... let, let, me, let, me, let, me interrupt, let me interrupt this bastard above my head right now. So he showed me some of the uh, um, of what he's written for his uh, for a show. And he goes, here, read this. I read it out of context. Like I read one paragraph. And I was crying laughing. Then so he goes, no, you, you forgot to read this part, which gives even more context to what I'm reading, to this crazy-ass story. And I was in tears. Like, I couldn't breathe. Honestly, Guy, I feel like your, your comedy is, like, 100%, like, it's situational comedy, but you have such a, you, you tell such a really good story because you always add in little bits and pieces to try and add context to it. But the context that you decide to add is always ends up being like this. Oh, I ended, you know, I met her like six years ago and I was the only guy in a massage class and she was. Yeah. So anyway, I think you would be, six it's, years it's I think of, you would be it's a great lot of context, on, like, but it only works because you're a guy. Like, I feel like <laughs> if we try to add that same level of context, we'd just be like adding bullshit at this point. Like, I think it'd be great on a show like The Office. Like, one of yeah. those kind of comedies. Like, you have that, that look where it's like, you're not trying to be funny, you're just naturally, which is good. You know, I not like Jack that. Black, like, ha-ha, look at me, I'm funny kind of deal. But I you know? always, so I look like him, and people think I'm going to be like him because I kind of look like him. Like, people uh, always say I look like Jack Black or um, John Belushi. Okay. But um, but you're right. I, I appreciate no, but I appreciate that. I but I am trying. It's getting better. But it's it's an interesting note that I feel like I'm funnier or more uh, expressive when I'm not talking. Like when I do the mime stuff, it it always gets a reaction. I don't know why, but it just does. And well, it's maybe. a lot of fun. Maybe because you're more expressive than most. Well, then maybe maybe it's a matter of, of combining the two, like using yeah, using your your body thinking. your body yeah. gestures and everything to to emphasize what words that you do say. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I want to see your mime rendition of "My Body Is a Wonderland." <laughs> Consider it done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we gotta YouTube that shit. Right. Absolutely. I will start working on it. How are you? Wonderland. Um, I'm good. Um, as you can see, I don't know if you can tell, my huge bags under my eyes. 
uh, sleep has not been sitting well with me for the last few weeks, or like at least week and a half. But um, yeah, I've been I I've been uh I've been alright. Otherwise, uh, staying busy, working my ass off, trying to figure out my summer plans. This is like the first time in a while that I don't have solid concrete summer plans. Um, camp, having a gig lined up. So, um, kind of just winging it, and I, it's, I and I kind of want to wing it, but I financially I'm just like, I kind of can't because you know I have my own apartment and bills to pay, whatever the case is. So if I can, to some degree, kind of get away with certain things, then let's see what happens. But um, I have like two or three projects that I'm actually going to involve you guys in. When I when I as soon as I as soon as I know Ooh, I'm you so guys excited. will know. So excited. Um what what are these projects? Mm. So we're gonna be working with one of our former guests who would like to be a guest on the show again at some point. We just have to figure out scheduling with the person. I'm not gonna say who, but you might know who. Um they're also working on getting a motley crew and getting their own uh cast going. Um, so, like, it's gonna be, I'm, we're gonna have a big round table at some point, and we might have a location to shoot said round table's discussion, if we can get our crew, their crew, and another one of our boys' crew, aka Sebastian. What? Uh, Dude, that's like, do we want to have, like, 12 people, like, yelling over each other? Because I feel like that's what it's going to end up being, especially... It's going to sound like a especially if we add booze. Album. Especially if we add booze, it's, it's over. All right? <laughs> oh, I have a fucking soundboard app. I've been dying to use it. Ooh, what is it? What's the app? Uh, I have one called Instant Buttons, and oh, I forgot the other one. Um, Dank Soundboard. <laughs> Dank soundboard. I, I, I want to see the physical representation of dank soundboard. Uh, I, I got you right now. Dank Let me open soundboard. Uh, but I think if there's like twelve or thirteen people on at once, it's gonna be like a well. It, I, it's not gonna. It's not gonna be like as crazy extensive. But doing something where in my in my head, visualizing like taking one representative from each team, I guess. And doing a cast, and then the next episode is another, uh, like, one or two members of each school. I think that would be pretty dope. Well, if there's going to be four, it should just be a rotation, like a random allotment. Right. If we're, it should be four people, one from each group, and then just, it, you know, have the discussion. Exactly. <laughs> Lawrence, can you, uh, can, Lawrence, can you uh, put say, on the soundboard? That's, like, one of the things. What happened? Lawrence, can you put it oh, on the wait. soundboard? So wait, so that thing you you can can you upload sounds to it and then, or is it just like? I think you can. <clears throat> because dude, that's like I when I play video games, I like to put certain things on like that. But you know, I have to go and scroll through shit. So that's fuck. Let me just, let me look into that. Fucking lighting up pussy. <laughs> yeah. I miss having control of a soundboard. Like that's one thing I miss about. Oh, talk. this is this is a throwback for all of our listeners who have been here since day one of not this podcast of our old one. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Yo, I was just talking about this with. I Dave. miss being able to do. I miss being able to take live callers. Oh, uh, we're gonna uh, do live callers soon. Um, uh, we have. Uh, I figured out a way somehow, but we're gonna do. We're gonna start doing some stuff soon. Very soon, I promise. Before the summer's through, I got you on that. Because I think that's where our best work is. Is when we oh talk to God. people. It's going to be amazing. And that's oh, we just yeah, have like to get people gator? to call in. Uh, yeah. If Gator wants to call in, I'm not going to stop him. How is he? Have you heard from him? Not a whole lot. I don't really talk. I haven't really talked to anybody from uh, from that group of people this is, for a this while. This is for Danny. Understood. What was that? What? My name is Jeff. Dude, uh, wait. What's the name of it? Dank Soundboard. I have Dank Soundboard and Instant Buttons. Instant button sounds like something you can upload. Let me see. These nuts. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. You know what's my new thing? Playing the fucking Minecraft. That's uh, that sound. It's just the uh, the guy that goes. Ooh. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yo, I'm gonna send you guys a link. There's a compilation video of like people like fighting fight videos, mm-hmm. but they dub the uh the the, the the Minecraft sound over it. So fucking funny. Much people fighting I'm, each other. Ooh, ooh. I've never I've never ooh. played Minecraft. Me I've either. never played Minecraft either, but I know enough about it. Dude, you know what's uh, funny about that I'm, game? Uh, uh, real fun. quick, like a lot of people give it flack for being a uh, a a kid kitty game. It's really much more than that. Like if you if you go and look at some videos I've seen, like people have built entire fucking worlds with that game. Yeah, like it's it's bananas, dude. Like they fucking people make, have like, built like the entire like um, what is it? Uh, the Hogwarts castle. Yeah, I've seen people build like worlds from like other video games, like Skyrim and fucking um. Yeah, that's some shit uh, I'd get for the Switch because I could take it on the go and whatever. Yeah, anyway, yeah, that that's that's that. But the sounds are fucking hilarious. <laughs> but like I like I said, I have uh, some plans for you guys in the future. I'm going to keep you posted. I promise. Oh, I promise. Ken. I promise. Um, you have to log in and upload sounds. Oh, um, Tommy, what's our uh, what's our segment for today? Uh, we are going to be talking about um, artists and cosplayers uh, in. Like the crowdfunding arena, so like Patreon, okay. Kickstarter, that sort of deal. We're gonna have to open this up. This might have to be like an intro to a part two, because I'm sure we're gonna get something in comments oh, or what have I'm, you. I am for sure expecting something like that. Right. Hey, Tom. Yeah. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Yeah. Um, Trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. Isn't I mean, that all of us? I mean, but like, I mean, not not in the general sort of like casually thinking about it here and there, but like really sitting down and, and deciding what I actually fucking want to do. And, and have, yeah, where any fruits on that? Some still looking for more, but uh, okay. some. I'm gonna. Okay. My goal is to. Uh, Submit at least a couple of uh, short stories to literary magazines by the end of the year. So, okay, that sort of deal. Sounds good. Got some goals. I'm gonna figure some shit out, but goals are good to have. We'll see. We'll see if we can get there. I'll... But it'll be uh, it'll be a um, 
It'll be a journey, that's for sure. That's all good. Oh, I'm not trying to be all gloomy. <laughs> I just... I don't know necessarily exactly what I'm doing, so... No, but it's all... But that's the first step, I think, you know? Just be like, what the hell? And then figure it out. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, I, 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 I'm there every day, just like Warren said, like, aren't we all going through it? But it's, mm -hmm. I don't know. What, uh, it's just keep on going, keep doing what you like, and... Fuck yeah. Well, I've been brainstorming about what we can do with this podcast and, and the medium and all that fun stuff, so it should be it should be cool. It should be a fun time. What what cosplayers come to your mind for the discussion? Um, we have a, a lot to pick and choose from. You figure almost any successful cosplayer at this point yeah, um, has some sort has of Patreon. Some sort, yeah. Um, you know, a, a lot of them you know, still work their day-to-day -day jobs, but a lot of them who are at least... that I'll break it down this way. There are some who I know still work their day-to-day, -day, but their but the, cosplay uh, job or source is a secondary, like, big source of revenue for them. So they don't yeah. really have to rely on a lot of things uh, from their own personal jobs to then fund the costumes or the travel and all that other stuff for, yeah. you know, for that aspect. But then there's some who are exclusively just doing cosplay. Who, you know, Which ones are we talking about? Are we doing a mix? There's a whole mess of them. Mm -hmm. And that's just like cosplayers. You can do, this, you can do the same thing for um, artists as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. no, go on. Go on. Yes. So, for instance, the... Um, let's throw out... The, the Momukun, uh Maria Malat uh, or Mariah. She's a she's a cosplayer. Uh, got really super big overnight almost. Um, and despite a lot of flack that she's been getting for a bunch of you know <laughs> stuff that she's been saying or doing, um, her cosplay Patreon is like super successful, doing really well. Um, she does a lot of like um, the lewd cosplays to. Um, source her income, mm -hmm. um, and that's you know totally cool, acceptable. Uh, yes. The more the more pull she's been getting, she's been seeing a lot of like uh, more interesting deals as far as people reaching out to her to be a part of their shows or their or other content. Um, it's I I look at it this way, to some degree. Uh, it goes back to our social media um, conversation. You're paying to play, or playing. You're paying to win, essentially. Yeah. So, for you to reach a certain level of notoriety or success, you have to first, because it's it's hard. It's really hard to gain that um, organic growth, um, especially in a market that is as saturated as cosplay, so quickly. At least now. You may get successful, but not to the levels of like getting 10 to 50 to even 100K followers, you know, within the next year. Um, so to supplement, people, you know, pay for followers, pay for likes and whatever the cases to grow their audience and get seen more. And then eventually uh, they remove all that because they've reached a point where organically they're starting to build that audience as well. Now, once you get to that level, 
everyone knows you, everyone's seeing you more, you want to make this a business. You want to get this, uh, keep this ball rolling, essentially. Mm-hmm. So now you're like, I want to do a Patreon. I want to do a Kofi page. Um, I want to do, uh, there's another one. Kofi is like a buy me coffee. Patreon is another one. I always forget the, the other one, but there's a bunch of, you know, these sources of income that you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're at a point now where it's, you know, depending on what you're really into. If you're looking for the hot exclusive picture of the girl that you may not be able to find on the internet, then, you know, go pay X amount of dollars a month to go see her, you know, lingerie boudoir set. Um, if you want to just help them because you like their, their stuff and you want to, you know, help their armor builds, cool. If you want to um, see more content from them, cool. But uh, it's really weird because it's, it's super dependent on what you're into and what they are promoting. Yeah, it's tough, dude, because from, from like our standpoint, um, I have a Patreon for Successfully Failing. And that thing is so fucking desolate. It's crazy. Um, and, you know, I, I, I try to do things where I give away free art. And I, I want to get to the point where people donate and I could bump out new prints, you know, to, to give to the... Like how, you know, Bun does that, I believe. There's a lot of artists that do that where they'll create a new piece of work solely for the people who are who are whatever. And, I mean, granted, I could still do that on my own, but it is nice and to know you're getting... You know, we're both getting rewarded, but from from a dude standpoint, at least from my standpoint, I see these girls that, and, and I'm not I'm not knocking them because hey, you look good, you might as well take advantage of it. If I was a girl, I'd probably do the same thing. Um, but it it just sucks because when you see how difficult it is for a dude who doesn't have, you know, someone who doesn't have big boobs and a nice butt and a pretty well, face, you know. I'm, I'm saying this this uh, NYCC coming up this year. Uh, we all have to get together. Let's see if we can get some more people. I want to do our own swimsuit calendar, okay? Oh, dude, you guys know I'm down with it's, that shit. I've it's, seen it's, my, it's so funny seen because, like, as a swim teacher, I'm always in a swimsuit. What? The idea of me... <laughs> I can't picture you. <laughs> like, that's me all like all day, every day. Like, today, after this podcast, I have to go jump in the pool and go swim with my student for, like, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Like... No, it doesn't even need to be a swimsuit thing. It can just be like, you know, it could be like a, a boudoir type deal. But we can, can oh, yeah, oh like a fifty. Oh I want to do like fifties pinup, like that sort of deal. <laughs> I'm down. We're gonna we're gonna be super comfortable. We gotta, we gotta get we gotta get we gotta get Pete and Brandon in on this. I Yo, think they'd be all, like, it's funny because all jokes aside, like, dude, I would fucking create a premium Snapchat, post pictures of my dick for twenty bucks a month. Yeah. I'm, without a problem, dude. <laughs> without a fucking problem. Like, but the thing is, it's the sad reality is it, it don't work like that. Because if we do that, we're creeps and we're, we're nasty. We're predators. This and that. Yeah. But you know, for for you know, all these other people, oh, come play with me on my Snapchat. Like, come on. <laughs> so hard, dude. Like, that's I, that's why I brought that up before. Where I was like, um, how I do the Twitch thing, and I was like, I'm gonna eventually, you know put on the camera and wear a wig and all that stuff oh, yeah. that that's how i you know it's funny i seriously thought about painting my face as the joker to play video games but imagine having to do that every time just to play video games yeah that's kind of that's kind of like not worth it i mean it might be believe it or not but it's a lot of work plus i don't really like i don't like 
doing the camera thing while I'm playing video games. I don't think people. I don't know. You're watching people play video games. It depends because really, a lot of people it is. want to see people's faces, yeah. But yeah, I just you want to see their reactions. You want to see them like, oh man, the second third. Yeah, I mean that's true. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, huh? Which will work. Maybe. It's crazy though how how different it is from like us to them, you know. And again, I'm not talking shit. It's just the damn truth. Like, yeah. you know, there's people there who have like, it's funny because I look at some of these uh some of these Patreons and like I seen one in particular that had like her she had 400 uh Patreons, um, and like just let's just say because usually you have tiers that go from like one dollar to five or ten just say i think this one in particular went went, went from one to ten so say all those 400 people are donating ten ten bucks mm. four thousand dollars a month yeah that's not bad you know and like i mean it is work to put out content out there but it's not you're you're doing what you love for the most part i mean i think girls like taking pictures they like looking pretty you know, so it's like, it's not, is that really Or they're work? comfortable with their bodies, and they're like, fuck it, people are gonna pay me to see this shit, I might as well, you know, what yeah. the fuck not. I mean, it's They could also it's parlay into, like, a modeling career, too, I mean, they already have that exposure, all they need is someone to be like, yeah, you can be in the magazine, not even necessarily, like, nude, but, like, any type of modeling. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, mm -hmm. there are potentials. Well, yeah, hey, if you can do it, do it. Yeah. I, on the other hand, am a round, hairy bear. There's something out there for everyone, though. Do <laughs> not is... do not sleep on. If you, David said it best. If you reach, what is it, one percent of the world's population, you still, <laughs> yeah. still like a people. You're, you're still reaching like a million plus people or yeah. more. Dude, remember My that. My math uh... could be totally wrong on that. Like ten million people. Remember that experiment where I put it on Facebook? Oh, I put on Facebook where I was like, uh, if every one of my friends on Facebook sent a dollar, like it's crazy how how much how much that that really like makes a difference. Like just like you were saying with the whole one percent thing, like one percent of the world, that's still millions of people. Um, so like yeah, if if you have like two thousand friends on Facebook or whatever 2000 followers or whatever the whatever it may be 20,000 followers 10,000 followers like if everybody sent $1 once right dude you're making half of what some people make in a year mhm mm mhm mm but i mean you know it's not it's not about the money thing it's just the amount of like what i like to look at it like is uh the amount of support that you can get but people are not willing to give and it doesn't even have to be money i just use the right. dollar thing as an example but yeah like like you said the reach so if you can reach a certain amount of people if you can reach all your friends quote unquote friends because you know all of them you don't really know but it's just amazing how simple it is yet how complicated make people make it seem and then you have to go above and beyond and put new pictures just to get that notoriety it's yeah it's crazy i mean what we can say for sure, it's uh, a universal truth at this point. Sex sells. So yes. to that degree, like, you know, they have a market. They're going to work the market. More props and kudos to them. Um, does it necessarily make it harder for uh, people who are not doing that? Yes and no. Because like we just said, yes, you know, um, sex sells. But if you didn't come for sex, and you didn't come for, like, a nude or a loop, you know, content, mm -hmm. there's still so much more, like, you know, attention to be grabbed 
we just have yeah. to it's a it's a matter of working the angles and working you know the audience you know what mm -hmm. i mean and also being aware of what content you have because if you're you know the 90th cosplayer they've seen do joker and yeah. your joker isn't unique to them at this point then you know that's yeah, exactly it's honestly why i started doing so many unique spins of batman when i started cosplaying was because like i got tired of seeing 80 christian bale batmans and you know all these other like certain characters where i saw them and i was like i've seen this before like you're not mm -hmm. you don't stand out to me like you can be i've said that about person art. a you can see the person a b and c in a mask and then they take off their mask and i'd be like oh shit i thought you were so and so and, were, and then the other person pops up and you're like oh it's them the mm -hmm. only reason why i can differentiate certain uh one of my like friends who cosplay batman or spider-man is because of their unique takes on it so like you know, I've had instances where, like, in a sea full of, of Batman cosplayers, I'm like, hey, it's that's Al. Or, hey, that's Eddie. Mm -hmm. Or people can recognize me because I don't do, like, everyone goes, that's Lawrence's Batman Beyond. And I know, like, one or two other Batman Beyond cosplayers, but mine is just uniquely different from theirs. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's that, it's that, you know, you can do the same things within the same scope and field of everyone else. But mm -hmm. what are you going to set yourself apart from the rest? Yeah. You That's know, like, another right, thing, too. Even even right now, what we're doing, we're making a podcast. Mm -hmm. What differentiates us from anyone else, any group of friends? Like, one of my homegirls from my um, from my old job, uh, shout out to Ashley, by the way, because her podcast is actually funny and ratchet as shit. Uh, Rosie on the Reg. Rosie on the Reg on SoundCloud. Shout out to Ashley. But she just started a, a podcast. Like everyone uh -huh. I know, like has a podcast now. What makes yeah, it different? Fucked. Yeah, that's you know? that's like, it's it it's really annoying when you see that. Like I'm not gonna say we're all super original for this. You know, we're definitely like way late as yeah, far we're as super you know, late this to the game goes. I feel like such yeah, an now asshole just, now. I'm like, what it, the it's fuck? Like, it's like with everybody rapping well, now. You know, like we're we're late, but we didn't start. <sighs> If you think about it this way, we were late to the party, but we showed up at the right time because we, if we were to try to do this six years ago, one, we didn't know each other six years ago. Nope. Mm -hmm. So this kind of like podcast wouldn't like have the same flavor or, or it wouldn't have taken the same direction as, as going in now. Mm -hmm. um, and then you also get where um, I, I feel like, you know, yes you know, podcasting is blowing up right now, but um, the opportunity that uh, podcasting is given because mm -hmm. people, like, a lot of people want video content, but a lot of people don't have the time. So they want to just pop in some audio yeah, while they're running that, on the treadmill, while they're the running to work. About, or, yeah, you know, yeah so long, long drives and stuff like that. Because, exactly. like, it's, it's amazing. Like, because, I mean, we, we all like to listen to music, but sometimes people just want to take a break from music and they want to hear people talk. And it's, like, the, the thing that really got me, like, wanting to do more podcasting, like, when I started and whatnot, was, um, I mean, for one, I do this because it's cool to, to sit down and talk with you guys or, you know, the guys over here when we do the successfully failing thing. Because it's, like, we can have these conversations, you know, that we feel are, like, pretty dope, but they're going to fall on deaf ears. And even though we still do it because, you know, but we know there's other people out there that want to hear the same shit. Because, like, all right, so when I listen to some other people's podcasts or if, like, when I'm tuning in with to you guys when, like, I can't um, be on the show or after the fact or whatever, 
I'm like, damn, like, you just want to jump into conversation. That ever happened to you? Like, you listen to a podcast and you're just, like, so tempted to call in, but you can't. Yeah, right. She's like, like that. that's a cool feeling. And I mean, like, we do this, why? Because we, we like doing it. It's not, we're not doing it because we want to hop on a friend and become famous because somebody else is doing it and we see the fame that comes with that or whatever. That'd be nice, Like, though. we do this. No, it would, it, it would be cool. <laughs> but it's more like we do it because we love it. And, I mean, we haven't yeah. really seen anything crazy. Um, I mean, we haven't seen cash thrown our way. We haven't seen any sponsorships or endorsements or whatever. We haven't had uh, guest spots at conventions, but we do it because we love it. It'll happen. And if that, if that wasn't the case, we'd stop a long time ago. After, like, yeah. the fifth episode. I mean, it was crazy though, cause I get it. like there's a lot of like there's a lot of shit out there. There's a lot of people posting stuff. Um, but I don't know. Like I see everybody though they try to be different. They're all doing the same thing. Like how many YouTube videos you see clickbait? Yeah. Like rumors about rumors. Like dude, uh, you're gonna go devote a 10 minute video to talk about something that was just rumored to be rumored. Like oh Star Wars oh, or something like this. Like um. Star you know Wars how many times stuck. you click you click a shit. channel because they say I'm done and you're just like oh they're gonna delete their channel and they end up talking about like I'm done about something way off topic. Yeah, dude, and that shit annoys me. Like, it, it, I, if I talk about something, it's because like I feel like all right. So if I hear news about a game, it has to be like something definitive. It can't be like oh yeah, uh, um, Pokemon versus Digimon is coming out in 2050. Like, shit like that, you know? And people post stuff like that. Or, or my favorite are the GTA 6 videos. Like, dude, you, I, I'll, I'll, I'll click on it once Rockstar actually posts something about GTA 6. But, like, you got people posting fake, uh, like, th- thumbnails with fake covers and shit of GTA 6. I'm like, come on, man. So it's like, yeah, like, as much as people try to be different, they're all doing the same thing. So I think when people, like, people tune in and they, they could see the genuineness of what we're doing and whatnot, you know? Um, see, see, is that a she or he? He. He. Okay, he gets that's, it. That's, yeah. that's, that's Remy. Oh, I, I never. Yeah, you have yeah, yet to meet Remy. Aw, oh, shit. He's, He's big as hell right, now. That right there is going to get his views. He's a chunky monkey. Hi, Remy. <laughs> oh, I'm sure guy, you guys were actually guy, here. You've been be quiet. What, I'm your, listening. What are your, what are your, I know you always listen. He's a mime. But what do you, well, I want to hear your thoughts? Like, what what do you think about? Um, He's a mime. Is you you're also you're also an artist, and you you surround yourself with a lot of artists. Do you feel like there's times where I, I don't want to say like the right artists aren't getting you know because there is no right or wrong artist, but are we at a point now where? Um, we're not reaching the right audience, or we're not, you know. Do you, do you understand what I mean? You speak more. I, I do understand what you mean. Um, my take on it is as the field gets more and more, bigger and bigger, you have to then have more skills and more, uh, be more uh, knowledgeable on the topic. I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. So, as a musician playing guitar mostly, being a guitar teacher doesn't cut it anymore. I can't be a guitar te- uh, a music teacher because the the parents or the student who's going to take lessons is going to take lessons for guitar, for piano, for drumming, for this, for that. I can't teach all those instruments. It's harder because there are so many teachers. And there is another teacher who can teach three or four instruments and I can only teach one. 
which which one would you rather your son go to or daughter go to? You would rather them go to the person who knows more, or is well, not necessarily. More ex- uh, I it, understand it, what you're saying. It, what I'm saying is, in, if you're gonna if you're gonna pursue the music in a concert level, you're gonna have to be a multi instrumentalist or just a just a really high phenomenal. level. Yeah. Exactly. So mm-hmm. it, it's like it's one or the other. You have to be a prodigy that's also uh, naturally talented and also uh, hardworking. You can't just be natural talent anymore. Yeah, because a lot be of people. Really good. There's a lot of great people out there, but it also boils down to who you know, also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's so a like, few, who you know. Networking is right? more important than skill, to be honest. Yeah. Yes, but when you have a lot more skill. Oh yeah, then that you, helps. Yeah. Then it helps, right? That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying about being the multi instrumental. If you yeah. can do six or seven things, people just get to know you better because you're the only person who can do six or seven things. Or there's a lot less people who can do six or seven things, you know. So it's it gets exponentially smaller as as you get better or no or, or become more versatile. And I think that's just the name of the game. You just mm. have to be more versatile. You have to know more things. You have yeah. to keep. And uh, uh, but uh, the thing I, I have with. Uh, artist teachers is they they think once they become the teacher once they know yeah. something they stop learning yeah dude it's they funny just, uh was you have jim, to keep learning jim lee had this uh had this panel and he was talking about how um you know he went to art school or whatever and you know granted you learn things and you, you there's things you can get out of art school or whatever you know whatever school it may be that you're going to whether it be music school or whatever but the whole thing with that is the teachers in most cases will teach you their way and if it's not their way it's wrong so like you got a guy like jim lee who's a comic book artist you know things may be out of proportion or something like that you know whatever they, they have their little things they do their little techniques whatever but according to their teacher they're wrong because sure. it's not strictly it's, based on exactly what the rules yeah, it's are. not a portrait of an apple so yeah that's that's the whole thing with school it sucks because like the teachers like like a guy said you know they forget that they're still learning there's things to be learned, but, and, and their ego is so, so big, they don't want to admit that. And they think because they're labeled a teacher that, like, who's to say a kid can't come into your class, uh, uh, you're a guitar teacher, come into your class, teach you this technique, and, you know, like, you learn from it, you know, and then you use that in your thing, you know what I mean? It's just like, people are so... I always feel like a good teacher, a good teacher is always learning. It doesn't matter what they teach. Uh, it could be an English teacher, it could be a physics teacher, a guitar mm-hmm. teacher, whatever. If they're good at what they do and they're passionate about what they do, then they're always trying to learn more because they know that they can't possibly know everything. But for fuck's sake, they're going to try their hardest to to get to that point. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Mhm. But also uh, the the other thing I see is a problem is people are creating for art's sake as opposed to like they're creating something to create something as opposed mm-hmm. to doing it because it's coming from inside. And yeah. I, I, I think a lot of art to me that's um, that I am always interested in is art that doesn't wasn't meant to be quote unquote art. It was mm-hmm. just something that came out of someone or uh, out of a situation or out of a setting that just yeah. happened you uh-huh. know and uh it just pulls you in it's like this is their world and they don't care that other people are looking at it they don't care that other people are saying ha huh, to it because it's just their world it's like mm-hmm. when they wake up it's 
it's them. So I like that type of art. Not to say that yeah. art that isn't uh, when you sit down and you think about it and you, you set a goal and you try to do that, that's not art. I'm not trying mm -hmm. to say that. I'm just saying I feel like it's more, I get more sucked into something that just is like nature or, yeah. or the world, whatever that is. I get more sucked into that, like yeah. going into your world as opposed yeah. to, hey, what can I put out there right now that everyone else is going to look at? Mm -hmm. the, Dude, one of one of my favorite uh, quotes is from uh, I, I pr I'm pretty sure I've brought this up a bunch of times, but uh, Chester Bennington from uh, Lincoln Park, he had came out one time and said, you know, when you start making music for people, is, is it really music? Because I mean, like the whole thing about like some of the most, uh, uh, some of the most uh, legendary artists uh, of you know past uh, guys like Freddie Mercury, uh, uh, Michael Jackson, Prince. Uh, these guys, for the most part, created music. At least Prince. I, I, I mean, I don't know how much Michael Jackson wrote. I don't know like how how that went about because I know there's some artists who, you know, they they just perform and then there's some that write. But somebody like Prince or somebody like Freddie Mercury, mm -hmm. uh, and Queen. You know, the stuff they created, they didn't create that music because everybody wanted to hear it. They created it because it came out of them and it was it was whatever influenced them at the time, whether it be you know other artists or settings or stuff that's going on or whatever so yeah it's crazy how like and then nowadays you got people like oh this artist blew up he's hot let's all replicate him so you have 30 of that same rap artist and people stand by that and it's well, like it's, it's kind it's of crazy a, i think it's because people see see that as the formula for for success and i mean you know? to an extent it is but then again does it yeah, really but, separate you from the last it, person right but it's a formula for their success yeah. like if if everyone can do it, everyone would do it and would be able to do it. But I think um, that that timeline or that formula for success is very time sensitive. So yeah, like yeah. if someone else does it, it might be the hot thing for right now, but you not only have to uh, replicate it, you also have to have a plan B for when that's no longer something that's relevant and something yeah, that can usually like what guy was trying to say is that that doesn't really work i mean it, it will work you know you will get some kind of success maybe who knows maybe you're a person that can adapt down the line you know with, with the changes or whatever but like yeah you see you can tell like a, a true genuine creator as opposed to somebody who just has swag or has a you know like product of right place right time and then you know you go to these guys whether they're hip-hop artists um Rock, rock artists, pop artists, um, you know. And this is all not to take away from the people artists. who have been working hard and then got, like, See, the thing, the thing that who, sucks who, who is were that met with an opportunity to have yeah. that acceleration that quickly. I, I hate when, when as as a person, you know, we have our opinions. When I say I don't care for such and such artist or such and such person for whatever reason, I'm a hater. Like, dude, that's cool. They made their money. That's fine. But I, like, first of all, are they, are I they hooking me up? Is it like, benefiting yeah. me? Yeah, I don't have like, to, like what am I taking from their success? Like what what am I like oh am I supposed to just like copy off of them, copying off of somebody else? Like, art nah. is subjective. Yes, that's the thing too. So <laughs> art is subjective. Yeah. Why don't I, people, that, under, that people don't that I'm going to start collecting sound bites from our old episodes because I'm pretty sure Tommy said that for at least three of our four yeah. previous episodes. Dude, it's like people. it's like the same thing with movies, man. Like, all right, I don't yeah. like a movie. Does that mean that everybody else in this I'm like I'm gonna say room. Does anybody else in his room have to like uh the same movie? It's art. No. It's subjective. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. fucking matter what everyone else yeah. thinks. It matters what you think. Exactly. Right.
but that's the thing people forget. But everyone that. else is entitled to their yeah. opinion. Some people will agree with you. Some people won't agree with you. But and it's great. Beauty, when people agree that's with you. the beauty of art because it can mean one thing to one person and another thing to another person, and then another thing to another person. And it may none of them could be the same, or they could all be the same, but in a different perspective. It's that's yeah, yeah. The beautiful so you, thing about art. So do you guys art. agree with like people who crowdsource and people who? Um, essentially make their living off of, you know, whatever it is they're doing uh, as something... I don't want to say that it's not honorable, but do you feel like it's something that could be very frowned upon? Because it's gotten a lot of, like, negative feedback lately. Wait, wait what are you talking about? What? So, like, people who, who, um, who, like, get their start and are making money off of, the, off of others or, you know, whatever the case is, well, like... like like, like for instance, food a uh, sets and shit like that. Right. You oh, know, we're going not, back not to, to not to not to change something, not, but even but even to the same degree, like the SoundCloud rappers or the Instagram famous like whoever's mm -hmm. who get like that quick buzz going, and then suddenly use that like to then you know make their whatever you know a little bit of scratch and change. Are they wrong for it, or because I got a lot of people who are scrutinizing them for like doing their thing, and it's like, yo, like in that same position, wouldn't you do that? Yeah. No, nah, dude. Like I just said, like I, I mean, kudos yeah. to them for their, you know, whatever success they're having in their lives. I mean, do I have to genuinely care about them? No, because they're not. You know, it's not like if you made it or you made it, and you know, we're just like, you know, you look out for B and or vice versa. I mean, these people, I don't know them. I mean, if I like them, I like them. If I care for their work, I care for their work. If I don't care for their work, I mean, high five. I don't give two shits about Cardi B, Lil Wayne, uh, Nicki Minaj, Drake. Do I give them their kudos for making, uh, becoming successful? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, why, why wouldn't you? But do I have to fucking sit there and be like, yo, they're the greatest thing that has ever happened to this earth? No. No, that would because, be you know, so like, spread. I, yeah, because I have my opinions on, you know, uh, on on music, I have my taste, so you know. It, it, but if somebody else likes them, that's what, that's another thing too. Like, yeah, you like your shit, cool, that's fine. But uh, yeah, nah, I would never really knock them. Uh, you know, I mean, do I agree with? I wish I had their, the their ability route? to leverage my looks in in such a way as to make money. That would be fantastic. Yeah, I've tried to I've tried to whore my beard beard out like a bunch of times, but nobody wants to use my beard to sell. I mean, things, so. like you guys. I mean, ZZ, ZZ Top did it. So yeah. Well, what is what what is your beard doing different that his doesn't do? What's on uh, my, it's on my face. Ah. Uh, <laughs> mm, right. No, but uh, like, see, like the uh, the whole thing with the Joker stuff. Like, I'm not against cosplay. I'm not like me personally. Like going out of my way to put these builds together, it would be awesome. But that's not my thing. That's not my niche. Um, I one of the main reasons why I do the whole Joker thing is because. I've always felt weird going to places like conventions not dressed up. You know, it just feels like, it, I feel like, you know, that's the, I love Halloween too. So it's just mm -hmm. like me going out for Halloween, not dressing up for Halloween feels so fucking weird. It feels so weird. So like, yeah, so I do that. But then it also like, I see the, if I, if I have a, a table at a convention, I've honestly seen more people come to me and buy my stuff when I'm dressed up as a Joker because I'm dressed up as a Joker. Mm -hmm. you know, so it, it, that benefits me. So maybe some cosplayers don't like that I do that. Maybe they think that I'm uh, I'm one of those uh, people that are you know using 
they're they're sort of a uh, I don't know their thing profession their thing to benefit something else like I mean no dude it's like so like yeah I'm I'm kind of doing it in a way too I mean is it really catapulting me to the top am I really doing anything super spectacular with my Joker no I just something that it's super cheap it it fits me because I'm skinny I got the punk look going on so yeah I mean am I the best Joker out there by any means no. I mean, I, I know, think, I know, like ten people personally fucking destroy me on what I do, but that's because they, you know, that's their thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, sir. You were going to say something, guy. That's why I shot. Uh, I, I, no, no, I'm so sorry. I, I forgot it's what a- I was going to say. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I don't, I don't knock those people. No, neither, neither do I. I mean, it's frustrating that I don't have that ability, but. Oh, what am I gonna do? You know, unless I want to actually do something about it. So, uh, an, an, another thing is, so there. So let's say in an art form, something's happening and it's working, and then someone to stick out tries to do the exact opposite, but it's not them. It's just they're like, if I do this completely different thing, it'll be seen because there's thirty of this or forty of this, whatever it is, that the one thing that's different will be. Uh, not going against the tide, but it'll be easily seen because it's not what's happening. I see a lot of that happening too. Like uh, that's what I meant by art for the sake of art reason. They're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do something different. I hate that word different. Yeah. The way it's being used. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do something no one's done before. It's like, cool. <laughs> if, do it. Uh, if you want to yeah. do, do it. But that, like, that's it, something it just, that shouldn't be said. It's like, Oh, I'm going to create the greatest story ever like that that's Enjoy. something that i mean in your mind you could have that idea like you can have that sort of goal and you know like that's where i want to be i want to i want to have the greatest product ever but that's something that has to be you know dubbed to you by by people and yeah. not everybody's gonna think the same thing like you look at something like the shining uh one of the now is heralded as one of the greatest horror films ever created when it first came out that shit was bashed like crazy Critics hated it, you know. But now, you know, you can't tell a a, a, a true horror fan that uh, Shining is is bad. They'll kill you. So it's like, yeah, they, that that's funny because I think that speaks to a lot of uh, stuff um, that was. I wouldn't say that it was too far ahead of its time, but it just wasn't appreciated at the time that it came out. Dave, David Bowie has a bunch of records that people really like. When it came out, it was like, eh, you know, that he's trying this and that. It doesn't work. But then you look at it in hindsight, even before he died, like we're talking about like t- 10 years ago, you know, people were like, this is crazy, you know, like um, something like Solo, the, jumping off of the cosplay thing real quick, like, you know, a lot of people kind of iffy about it or whatever. But, you know, it, down the line, these movies, you know, OK, so I was at the, I was at, I was at Solo um, before the movie started. Two guys, they were older. They were probably like 30, 40 ish. Well, like in their 40s. Um, they were talking about how, like, you know, people in this generation and, and whatnot, that they watch these movies and they always have something bad to say about it. They're never satisfied. But he brought up, like, the original Star Wars trilogy was not perfect by any stretch. So it's like, you know, if people were to go in with a more open mind and, you know, enjoy the art for what it is. So, yeah. Um, but, um, but, yeah, back to... But what? So, another thing that seems to bother me is just people's definition of success like if you true I, I i think 
my version of art is if I can impact someone to improve their quality of life or my own quality of life, I think that's a successful whatever it is. I don't care what it is, whether if it's music, if it's mime, if it's juggling, if it's, you know, video gaming, if it's cosplay. If if that if my intent was to improve on a quality of life where I was either not happy or not in a good state and doing that thing put me in a good state. I, I consider it successful. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, but that's where for my thing, that's where I'm coming from. And if that's not where you're coming from, the anyone else, if that like to be successful means to get a lot of views and to get money and to get people looking at your stuff. And it's it's cool. Like if that's what you want, it's going to be, probably a lot it's just going to be different it's and i don't think either person should take away from the other person it just happens to be what they are so Mm -hmm. like for 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 us i'm going to open up the floor to you guys with the question like what is it what is your goal for not just your for you for you for yourself what what do you what do you actually want out of life and what do you want out of what you do Damn, son. <laughs> guy, it's funny. guy making it so real right now. Ta- me and Thomas had a conversation. Um, well, because this on is a the conversation that similar to this. Right, but like, but this is a conversation I I feel like people would listen to in the sense of um, we're four guys that are friends, and we can talk about these things with each other, and it's calm and it's safe, and we're okay. We're gonna we're not gonna be judgmental of each other. I don't oh, think. Yeah. I, I promise you, I'm not gonna be. Well. Um, God, and I'm gonna that's be supportive. I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> no, but so here's no, but the question is, mm-hmm. what makes you go? What makes you get up? All right, I I, I could start that off. So, uh-huh. all right, so this is kind of like just just a sort of uh, I guess um, fuel to the fire. But a couple weeks ago, I went with my friend to drop off her drop off her grandmother at the uh, airport. And when we were leaving the airport, all of a sudden, I just got, like, super depressed. All right. And the reason for that was, like, I want to travel, whether it's to, to upstate New York or to California, to London. Just I want to travel. Like, dude, um, so w- what that stems from is, uh, like, I-, I was speaking to Tom about this now. Like, I want to do the music thing. Sure. Like, I don't know if I'm going to follow through with like actually making music i don't know like i want to but like it's like part i I guess this sounds stupid but part of me is kind of like not afraid but it's just it's just this um anxiety thing or whatever like that's something we could get into like later on but anyways so my my thing is if i'm not making music i want to be revolved around music so like i was telling tom that like i wanted to go um, for something like Warp Tour, I always wanted to travel the entire Warp Tour, um, taking photos and videos and putting together like video, music video type, you know those live music video um, mm-hmm. things, whatever, like like live music video, music videos like that, um, or doing like a, a little mini documentaries, updates on for certain bands on their tour, okay. whatever stuff like that, um, 
And, you know, like, I've been doing that to an extent on my YouTube page. Like, I'll go to shows and record sets. You know, I don't have the access to stage and stuff like that, you know, as as I would like to. And I'm hoping that comes within time. But anyway, so, like, what I wanted to do is, like, travel warp Tour, do something like that. Now, it sucks because this is the last year of warp Tour, so I kind of have to do it. And, and, okay. and the whole... So, anyways, right. yes, yeah, so like, I want to travel, um, you know, taking photos, making videos, putting out content, you know, uh letting letting those excuse me like giving those bands a little more like um you know putting them out there okay because like they're now doing that huh now but so doing that it sounds wonderful doing that but yeah but doing that gives you what it gives like what do you get out of it freedom or what sure freedom so you want freedom yeah because like dude i've worked at my past job for 11 plus years I've, right. I, I was caged that entire time so like what i want to be able to do is just create whenever i want to create for the most part right. you know obviously there's what do you want to create that, uh like you know like i said music like videos uh documentary type stuff um like if i want to i want my my love for music to be shown whether like i said if i'm making it or i'm not making it you know what i mean like i want because I know there's a lot of people out there that love music, that like to see these things. You know, like um, I've seen from my time recording these, uh, excuse me, recording these shows or whatever, or like songs at shows, like the comments I get from people who couldn't go there and they're like, oh, thank you. You know, I got to see the show because of, you know, whatever. I got to experience it because of you or people that were actually at the show that couldn't yeah. get the footage. And maybe they were crowd surfing, like things like that. Just, um... Being able to sort of like, cool. yeah, dude, because like I have this one video where I recorded. It's a, uh, it was um, it, the song's called King for a Day. It's by uh, Pierce the Veil. Yes. And they have uh, it's featured uh, featured artist uh, K uh, what's his name, Kellen Quinn from uh, Sleeping with Sirens. So it's essentially Pierce the Veil Sleeping with Sirens. They did this really big tour several years ago. So this one video I have of that song has over five hundred thousand views to this day. And that's the reason why, like, my YouTube page has a lot of followers, like, because of that video. And just to see, I still get comments to this day. You know, people like, oh, my God. You know, whether it be something like, I was there, this is awesome, or they look cute, you know, because there's a lot of little girl, like, young girls that like those bands in particular. You know, kind of like soft-ish bands, whatever, in that genre. But, yeah, so just, like, stuff like that, it, it feels great. And to be able to do that on a bigger scale, and then who knows, maybe even get into, like, creating film dude i just want to create i want to create and i want to be free and um like i guess because, said, but if, because if, when you create and when you're free what happens feel good feel like right. that's like, it it's right it's that yeah, simple I'm, it's I'm not feeling, like i'm not trying I'm to trick you it's yeah, just no, no, so no. cool it, 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 yeah it's crazy how simple life can and should be but it right. really isn't and it's hard to get to that point like to I, I always envy those people that could just get up and go and travel and leave like how do you do that how is that even humanly possible it's humanly possible in the sense that they just get up and do it. Like it's just that they don't get like, like the failure doesn't the fear is not or the fear can like, be there, no but it's not like, debilitating. How it's they, not but, stopping them. No, but how do they but get whatever. the money? Like, do they suck dick to get the money or something like that? Like, hey, are they, if someone are they has to like, get on their knees, they will get on their jobs knees. and shit. But I mean, yeah, whatever. I'm not gay, but twenty dollars is twenty dollars. You know, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, Life, life ain't that easy, bro. I mean, life ain't easy. So, yeah, that kind of sounds a little... But, yeah, it's just, like, I, I want to create. Like, doing the cons is, is great, and that's another outlet to get stuff out there. Like, yeah. I've I've juggled the, the idea of continuing art 
and and don't get me wrong i'm still gonna do art guys like that when i say that people automatically think i'm gonna throw out all my shit and just give up and live in the street and kill myself like nah, i just like like me and Tom talking about this like i i was thinking about giving up prints you know like just print artwork and just doing stickers mm-hmm. you know like i mean it's it's much easier to accomplish like for stickers i could just do heads i mean there's, there's a lot of stuff but it all boils down to that just being happy being free being able to create being able to travel you know and and i mean maybe there's more i could be doing to help that um maybe i could be working harder in certain aspects and certain like areas I, that that's what i need to figure out um sure. and it's it's always like a constant like sort of soul searching thing trial and error like i haven't been working since september and you know um there was yeah. things i wanted to do and just and this is not me making excuses but literally it was just the domino effect of like reasons to why i'm not able to do these things and it just it, it just kept like so everything just like fell back like excuse me i fell behind and everything and it kind of sucked so like this time that I had off, like while I was on uh, unemployment and shit like that, it just didn't work out how I was hoping it worked out. And you know that's life, unfortunately, sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So like I was, you know, I'm now trying to figure out how can I still do those things I wanted to do. And now you've got a bunch of conventions coming out. Uh, Warp Tour is right around the corner. There's a shit ton of concerts that I want to attend. Um, so you know, I'm just trying to figure out. Also, I'm trying to figure out how to do th- do this with not having a job. Yeah, I would like, um, love to know how to do that. That's that's what I'm I'm trying to like <laughs> I don't know point, I might have to go to like Tibet or something and point, figure it's, it out. It's about having a good enough idea where you can find people. Having a good enough idea and having it far enough along, and being able to pitch it to the right people, and have people back you, to be able to mm-hmm. put, do these things. Yeah, and I think you know what I think it boils down to too. Like I said before, just you being genuine and people seeing that. I mean, sometimes that may not be enough, but you can, if you if you continue that grind like and continue doing what you love and it sounds cliche as shit but I mean I, I think people the more people see that and if the right person sees that then that might be like, the calling if call. so Danny if someone told you that life was gonna have... be this way <laughs> sorry nicely done if if you're if you you know if you had the answers in front of you and it said right now you had the opportunity to make <laughs> to make a million dollars in the next 24 hours for whatever you content you are, your brand, everything, or you have to grind it out for another five years and you can flip that for like a quarter billion. What would you do? Would you take the million and, and try to bank on that? Or you have to grind five more years, just like you are right now for that, for that little bit up. That's that's tough because obviously you know if you hold on a little well, longer. Smart, I mean, I've been holding on. Yeah. If you're smart and you're you're creative enough, you could probably take the million up front and use the million to live off of that's, and seed something better that you could that, space out. Especially if you're good at budgeting, you can budget your money. That's what I was just about to say. And dude. then grind out for another five years and flip it for a quarter. Right. Because yeah. I can't that, lie. I would say that there's a wrong answer. That yeah, there's no, definitely no wrong answer. No, that's, it's funny because everything Tom just said, like I was getting to. Because like, yeah, you know, you would want to hold on. But the thing is, see, like me personally, I, I'd spend some money. I'm not going to lie. I mean, who wouldn't? You have a million dollars in your pocket. But these things wouldn't really be like i'm not gonna go spend 10 grand on a chain and a thousand dollars on jeans like i mean i will do a little clothes shopping but you know i'll go to 
The most I'll do is Urban Outfitters. The most. Right. And, and well, like, what else would you spend your money on? I mean, I'd buy equipment. Better equipment um, for recording, for the podcast, for, uh, you know, like I'd buy myself, I'd probably buy myself, a, if I couldn't buy a studio or close to a studio or create my own studio with without spending more than half of that, or less than half of that, excuse me, I would um, I would just, you know, like, if, if I could do that, like if I could, like I said, if I could buy a studio space or turn my house into a studio, which is essentially, I guess, the same idea, um, if I could do that without spending you know more like 10 grand which i probably could i do that and then in turn use that and just up the creativeness like even if i'm just dude even if i'm playing video games i'm streaming it's it's being put out there i mean you know like that's the that's what i like to do like i like to take the things that i love and and do something with it so like yeah i'd I'd pump out some more stickers you know a couple grand in stickers because a couple grand in stickers could make me another see if i spent a thousand dollars on on stickers probably make me 10 20 grand because now i have the proper tool so it's like yeah that i would want to hold on to make that more money but yeah like tom said like i can probably and we could probably brainstorm on ways to turn that million into i mean i've never had nowhere near that kind of money in my life (laughs) uh, so can i what i've been hearing you say and i think it's a beautiful thing which is you want to give people access to things that they might not have access to if it's like uh music if they can't see it but they're experiencing it in another way you want to be able to give them the full picture as opposed to just that small picture that they've been getting yeah i think i think like most people who who have a love for like photography and cinematography i think that's kind of like their their idea especially if they're doing like live events and stuff like that like i've taken pictures of not not talking about video, but I've been taking like I've taken pictures of some sporting events that I went to, and I personally think those pictures are really good. I'm not gonna say they're super professional because there's people that could blow me out the water with their equipment and whatnot. But like I've posted these pictures on Instagram, and it's like just like I I don't know like that that's another thing too. But um but yeah like just being having people being oh, excuse me allowing people to to because yeah there's a lot of people that can't go to certain concerts, and they're content with just watching the video on YouTube. And if I could give them, like, you know, the best. And also, too, I like putting new music out there. Like, you know, when we have these, uh, remember when we used to do the uh, the live show and we played new songs or Which songs that we the other person. technically we weren't allowed to play, but we did yeah, anyway. Yeah. Hey, free promotion, <laughs> yeah. Free promotion. But no, like. It, so was like a, it was a dark and wild time back then. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, Law would hear a, a song that he maybe normally wouldn't have heard elsewhere and vice versa. You know, so yeah. it's like that. That's that's always cool too. So to do that on like another level, I mean, that's just part of it. But that's one thing that I really get a kick out of doing because I've went to concerts yeah. before and people actually know who I am. Like I've never met them. They're just like, oh, you're Danny Darko. I met a a friend who's a vocalist of uh, uh of this band. It, it used to be called Nightmares. Now the guy is part of this group called Chapel. Um. Anyway, so when I had met him through my other friend. Um, you know, like we were talking and he was like, oh shit, I know who you are. I've seen my videos before. So for a dude who's already in that, you know, who's, who is in a band who has, you know, the band had like 10,000, 20,000 ish followers, you know, kind of like one, one of those kind of deals. Mm-hmm. Um, for somebody like him to be like, he knows my channel, like he's watched videos on my channel. Like that's pretty sick. And mind right. you, my shit right now is not like the, the most high grade shit out there, but yeah, so that's like, that's part of it. I mean, to be fair though, like I know people who could shoot 
you know, the best quality stuff you've ever seen on, like, the newest of phones that we have yeah. or uh, a point-and-shoot. And I know people who can get a 4K, you know, red camera in their hands and have no idea what the fuck to do with it. You know what I mean? So, you know, you gotta a lot of the like times... A, you gotta have a vision. You know, equi- equip- yes, exactly. Yeah. A lot of times equipment does make um, the content better. Yeah, but, but you gotta know how to use it. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, you can a have... Lot of, a-, a lot of people will forgive you on... Um, a lot of things, if they mm-hmm. understand the vision, if they understand the content, and you know, there is heart and quality of it. Yeah, like you, you've you all have heard my uh, my mixtape shit, right? Like Danny and the Dinosaur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like now it's not studio quality stuff. I mean, I did it with a AKG and all that shit in my crib. Um, but yeah, a lot of people, well, most people who listen to it don't really like say, oh, you know, the quality's kind of eh, because they understand. Like, it's, you know... Like, if you hear a band uh, band song and you like their song, I mean, you're going to kind of excuse maybe it's a demo. You know, you you let that go because you like the sound, so... Right. No, it is true. Yeah, it's really about the vision. Because you're, you're looking at... You're looking at what they're bringing and also seeing the potential of what they can do when they do have the access to that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Like, dude, if I could, if I could go to one show... And I have full access to record whatever, do whatever I want. You know, like I could be on whatever part of stage. I could, you know, um, that that would be great. I think that would be like a game changer. And that that's one thing I would love to get to. I mean, right now I'm doing it from either like the balcony or the crowd. And who, all who have been to a concert, especially a rock concert, like you could imagine how difficult it is to record a video while dodging um, fucking stage divers. I mean, stage divers and uh, crowd surfers. Right. That shit changes the whole complexion of a video. Like, I'll be at Warp Tour, have this cool footage, the light, the, you know, the sunlighting, everything's perfect. And some fucking, I'm not going to call them a dickhead because they're enjoying the music, but somebody would just come and fucking crowd surf. And I'm like, ah, oh, then the whole, like, com- you know, the whole complexion of the movie, cha- the video changes. And, you know, but, yeah, that's that. So what about you guys? Can you guys answer that question? Because I've been talking for a fucking long time. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh- passion baby passion it's funny because um you know my life has changed so much in like the last four years um that i'm really asking myself that question now of, like what's my long-term goals and what do i expect you know i would have never dreamed like i remember going to comic-con in 2014 and like looking at that sea of people and just being like this yeah. i don't know how I don't know what, but I just want to be a part of this. Like, Dude, you feel free. You feel home. And That's exactly how I feel. Like, Understand how mind-boggling it is, even till now, that a few months later, I meet Hutch. And here I am now, you know, a part of this thing that we love called In Beyond. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I put it out there into the universe. I was like, I want this. I Whatever it is, I want this. And I got it. But now life has been fortunate enough to grant me so many other things like i never would have thought that i'd be so attached to like you guys have seen my camera bag you guys know like the equipment i roll around with just mm-hmm. this, this is just for like shits and giggles rolling around with and then to go to yeah. events i really bring a lot of equipment and mm-hmm. it's a lot of you know like this was never my mentality or my thought process two three years ago um even more so um and i think like right now I'm still figuring out uh, the big picture, the what, and you know, what it is that I want to do. But, you know, to some degree, I want to 
be able to uh, create content that um, that tells a story and like is able to reach and connect people. Um, sort of in the same same line as Danny. I was just um, about to say that. It sounds a lot like me. <laughs> right. You know, but I, but you know, I've been thinking like how I'm gonna do that, and because mm-hmm. I'm in such a unique spot where I can do that on such a great level of different platforms and um, and different ways of distributing the content. Uh, it's all about figuring out ways to tell the story and how yeah. to connect different stories. Because mm-hmm. uh, there is the photography side of me. There is the video side of me. Now there's the podcast side of me. There's the storytelling writer side of me. Um, and I just want to be able to capture all of that and put it out there. But because um, it's hard to say, like, you know, I, I, there's one thing that I want to do because I'm very much a uh, scatterbrain. I want to do everything all at once person. Yeah. But I want some of it to at least feel cohesive. Like, this is a runaway freight train of thought for me. Yeah. But at some point, when you look at that crazy dumpster fire of crazy, you know, thought, you're looking at it like, oh, it's a it's a mess on wheels, but it's a train. Yeah. You can at least make out that, that it's a train and there's things happening with it. And um, I think, you know, I just want to be able to kind of leave my my mark on the world like i don't need to be the most successful person in the world or you know something greater than what have you but i would like to be impactful um to an audience or to my audience um in a significant way um because that'll give you what well for me like i I've, i've been a teacher now for you know over half of my life, I would say, to some degree. I've been working with kids or, or with people. And for me, that gives me, um, it brings me like a lot of joy to see someone learning from me and not only learning, but being able to take something away from what either my story is or from a lesson that's taught to them because it feels like, I'm passing on the torch. Like I'm able to, uh, you know, imbue a certain part of whatever my knowledge or my my life story to them, and they're able to take it forward. Um, mm-hmm. It's almost a pay it forward aspect. Like I want to just be able to give, and see that that, you know, helps shape someone in the future. You know, like I've looked at kids and like you know that I've had growing you know growing up being an after school counselor being, you know, a camp counselor who swim, swims, all this uh, other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some of them now, they're adults, they're this and third, and they take away so much from me. They're like, yo, Lawrence, man, I, I would have never done this, and this and third, I can't believe I'm doing this now. Yeah. And it's like, it's so mind-boggling to me, and it feels awesome that they're able to connect at one specific moment. Like, you know, I have had kids mm-hmm. who, I remember teaching them basketball, and then a few years later, they're like, yo, I made my high school team. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, that's what's up. Like, I may not be the greatest basketball player in the world, but when I was a coach, I You inspired them, yeah. Right, you know, and that's what I want to do. I want to be able to inspire. Like, I'm doing so much right now that I would have never dreamed possible. So Mm -hmm. if I'm able to give that spark of inspiration and hope to someone who goes, I don't think I could do that shit. Imagine... 
Imagine we had these tools, both literal, literal and figurative, um, like much earlier. I don't. I don't think That's I would. Crazy. Be, I, I don't think I would be able to. To. Like I, I could have had the tools ten years ago and not been able to do what I'm doing now. You know, I it's think, funny. You know what I was the? A, I think it's a time and place thing, especially. You for know, me. you know. Well, for me, you know, it was kind of like the floodgate. Uh, it was um doing conventions, like. Me being into comics and video games and cartoons, movies, whatever, um, for my whole life, I really didn't discover the convention scene. So I think the first one I did was 2013. Um, sure. but That's crazy. Like, that was the first time I went to a convention was 2013. Yeah, I think and it was, yeah, I think it was 2013. Uh, my first uh, one was 2013. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and it was like a... You know, I I knew of New York Comic Con maybe like the year before, like I found out about it, which is still even late, uh, 2012. Like, dude, these things been going on for a while. So it's like, I and when I went to that convention, it's just the same. Like when I go to concerts, there's this super level of inspiration. So I think if I would have been able to be doing going to concerts, well, I started going to concerts before that. But if I would have been going to concerts and and discovered the convention scene, because that you know that like I think that would have opened everything up earlier. Because I always had these you know like um aspirations but it was just like about getting out there and then what what i what i mean with the whole convention thing is like i did new york comic-con shortly after that i started doing um special edition and all these other cons and then eventually i met eric so like mm-hmm. within a year or so after my first comic-con you know all I met roads eric lead and, to Hutch. and beyond yeah it's crazy so like but the thing is you don't you don't know that till you're there. So like, yeah, me and my brother have always been to art, into art or whatever, but I didn't really know there was like a possibility of meeting these people and networking. Dude, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the numbers I have and the contacts that I have now and the friends that I have and the people that I can go and talk to at a convention or, you know, whatever, wherever it may be, it's fucking ridiculous, dude. Absolutely. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, just, I remember a couple years ago, I was having a conversation with Tony S. Daniel. Like, you know how you, like, usually people come by the table and, you know, whatever, but me and him had, like, a prolonged conversation, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have never... So, anyways, that's... I, I just I mean, that, it's like, happened to me that. within the cosplay community. Like, I was following guys, like, as soon as I really got into cosplay, like, I, the first few months of me getting into cosplay, I was such a big fan of a lot of these, uh, you know, cosplayers, especially guy cosplayers, because guy cosplayers don't get, like, a lot of love in the community, like, not as much as the, the, the females do. And I remember... You know, looking at Larry Smith, who was another Batman Beyond cast player, um, the Reza cosplay, like Michael Michael uh, Wilson, aka Night Mage, and like right now, these are people that I've talked to on the regular who know me personally, and it's blown my mind because I'm like, like Night Mage is probably one of the best well-known male cosplayers in the world, and. He sees me. He goes, "Hey, what's up, Law?" I'm like, "What? Oh, right. I forget that you actually know people, you know." And I've had people, you know, like Dereza. Dereza's been like, "Hey, when you figure out how to do that, let me know, cause I want to learn how you did it." And I'm like, "You're a master armor builder, and you're asking me my tips of how I would do a certain like particular set of armor or whatever the case is." And this is a really cool, you know, notion. Um, like, you know, like I feel like especially the last few years life has been nothing but uh opportunities waiting to happen you know i'm kind of i'm kind of at that stage of my life where granted there's been highs and lows but everything is kind of just pushing me in a way towards whatever you know 
whatever greater purpose my life has. And when I get there, I'll be ready for it because I'm open to the possibility of everything. Everything and anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think this this struggle really makes everything a lot um uh a lot more what's the word um fulfilling. I just yeah, yeah, exactly cuz like um we just just seeing the shit we go through and like like law said like I, I as far as I feel the same way where I don't want to be this crazy famous millionaire superstar. I mean, if life got to that point, I mean, hey, but um, I probably live in an island by myself, like you know, guys like Johnny Depp and Prince and shit, um, like Michael Jackson. But uh, um, just like just it, the crazy thing is, you can make a hundred thousand dollars a year, which is a lot, but it really isn't a lot when you compare it to like you know other people. But a hundred thousand dollars is five times more than what most people are making, more than what I used to make when I was working. Imagine what I could do with that. And like, I'm not a big spender, and I'm not, I'm not a baller. But like, you know, something like that, that that's like a number that would be great. Just 100, 100 grand a year. Just nothing. Um, let me not say it's nothing, but... Yeah, dude. Because to, to be able to live life and not have to worry about where you're going to eat, you know, like how you're going to eat, and, you know, like, oh, shit, I can't do this, I can't do that, because there's no better feeling in the world. And like, you know those times where you don't have to worry about anything in that particular moment? Like, you can go to the mall, buy a record, and not be like, damn, that that $50 I spent on a couple records is going to bite me in my ass or that video game that I bought, you know, is going to bite me in my ass, you know, like shit like that. That's like, that's the kind of life I want to live and to be able to go out and enjoy and say, I I've been here, I've been there. And then, you know, should the day I have kids, you know, make things a little easier for them and not so much for, as the money, not as, excuse me, yeah, excuse me, not so much as like the money, but just like the experience and, and the tools you have. Cause like somebody like Eric name dropping like crazy today, is a perfect example. He he worked hard. He got where Are he you got. You seriously need to get him on the show. Yeah, dude. What's up, will, Eric? Will he actually yeah, come on the show? Listening. Is the question. He would. He, I think he would. I think he would. He's too Hollywood now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but no. What I'm trying PG to say is that like. It's okay. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but like he worked hard, and you know, granted he's not like this multi-millionaire, but look at the success that he's passed on to his son and his daughter now. You know, look at look at the way that um, you know they're they're teaching, um, you know Eric and Farah teaching the kids and raising the kids and stuff like that. And it, it stems down to them being successful in the sense that like they're they're doing what they love, they're enjoying life, they have experience, they you know stuff like that. You know, they've been places, they've seen things, they know things. So like that's the kind of shit I want. Like if if I make a crazy ton a crazy amount of money doing so, that's fine. But if I'm only making you know enough to that I can enjoy and not have to worry about problems, like, you know, little bullshit bills and stuff, I'm good. Like, if, if my iPhone broke today and I needed to get a new one, to be able to go and not have to worry about spending the 175 on on the uh, replacement phone or whatever because of insurance, like, like, imagine most of us if our phones broke right now. I'd be fucked. Yeah, exactly. Me right now, dude, I'd, I'd fucking, I'd probably have to resort to pay phones. <laughs> Are there <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, phones left? I don't, that's like a fucking relic, bro. I don't even think, I mean, if there are certain people, they might not even know what that is. Like, certain people listening, they might not know. Hmm. But anywho, but yeah, so that's the kind of shit I want. Shout so. out to our five listeners. Yep. Oh, yeah. All five yeah, listeners. We, 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 we One, two, three, four, five. 
actually, mm-hmm. like, Damn. no lie, shout out to all the listeners because you guys have been awesome lately. We've uh, welcome to all the new followers and subscribers, yes. whoever yeah, you may be, because we've got a lot of you guys coming in, and we appreciate the love. Be sure to check us out on on all the social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you guys have been dope. You know, like, yeah, it's crazy because I I use the five six listener thing but there are a lot of people who end up tuning in and then will ask like about future episodes or how come you haven't been podcasting and things like that you know you may not see it in the view section like you know if you it's like if you post something on youtube you may not see it but then you have those people that actually like sat down and listened to it and gave it you know the time and stick with it that's pretty cool like anybody anybody who's willing to sit down and, and stomach yeah, us rambling, rambling for like fucking yeah. four hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know how to take one topic that should maybe take us thirty minutes to talk about and turn it into a fucking five hour. An hour and a half because it's already we're already an hour and a half. We're happening. Nice. But it's cool to have those that support. Now you know, like I, I sometimes like I will come out and sound like I'm complaining about not getting support, but I do know the people that are constantly supporting, and like to those people, like I mean, they, you know, you guys know who you are and. I got your back, yo. You know. Mhm. Yeah, it's it's cool though. It's really cool to see that kind of thing grow, and, and and it's gonna grow, you know. Grow. Like I, I, it's not that we don't appreciate the people that are listening. It it would just be nice if you know our work would, not with just with this, but with everything else, like you know Thomas's comics, Hail Odin, which you guys should check that out if you guys are listening and haven't checked it out yet. It's on it's on uh, Comicology, right? I do believe so. Yes. <laughs> It's all in Beyond Comics, I think, are on Comicology. Yeah. So, but yeah, like, so you know, to see like your your hard work paying off, you know, your baby, your brainchild's actually going somewhere, you know, that's so sexy, bro. Mm-hmm. We need to get that full screen though. I don't know how to change mm-hmm. that. Can I? Can I? Like, is there a way I could get out, Lawrence? Mm-hmm. Let me see. Wait, do that again. Do that again, real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, shout of <laughs> that. That's the stuff. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's fucking beautiful. You know it's funny, like that picture, like it just says a lot. It looks like, <laughs> like Lawrence is like, oh, what the fuck is going on? That's yeah, great. That's Where's guys? Still here? Oh, he's still here. Yeah. I can hear him in the you background. Didn't get him back on, did he? Uh, I can't tell if that was uh, or Lawrence, because you know uh, Lawrence lives in the Bronx. Yeah, but you know, actually, shout out to finally having this microphone. I don't, uh, according to Tommy, I've gotten a lot less background of this noise? fucking yeah. background noise going on. Thank God. Oh, the background noise. Mm. But um, the, wh- the white, the white noise. I mean, black noise. I mean, white noise. Mm. Um, <laughs> gotta watch out for that black, black ice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it'll take your wallet. <laughs> oh man, that that Key and Peele skit was great. It was pretty funny. Yeah, you guys think... ever seen the picture I posted of uh, my friend Nick? I put a bunch of his faces on a on a thing of ice. Yes. <laughs> yes. A lot of people didn't get it. They're just looking at it like, okay, you're just putting his face on 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 ice. Okay, cool. Black black ice. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But um. So yeah, so um, what about you, Thomas? You haven't really. You guys are the talkers. So no, 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 no. But, but I, know, I, I know. asked you a question. You're asking me a question. <laughs> and I'm gonna give you an answer. My damn answer right. is, damn right you are. Uh, I want to tell stories, and uh, I'm down with telling stories. 
through any medium. So, even porn. You know, if I get the opportunity to make some money in that, and I don't get like a venereal disease or cheat on my wife, and yeah. Right. Just do gay. Why was venereal disease above like first? <laughs> well, honestly, I don't know how clean the sets are. I don't want to like slip and fall in some like semen. That's fair. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's fair. That's fair. There you go. Like you don't want to fall in a bunch of like men who, yeah, semen. Yeah, right? I really don't want to fall into a bunch of erect men. So. Yeah. It's raining men. Hallelujah. And there's semen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Didn't, my brother didn't go with with the song at all at all <laughs> at all and that's what i was going for you're welcome okay. my, as long as you were going my, for that my brother once told me uh, my luck is so bad that if it was raining a vagina i'd get slapped with a dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes i feel like that man it's no yeah. fun if it was raining vagina i'd get slapped with a dick <laughs> yeah yeah you need to, to quote that for twitter hmm Twitter. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's what I want to do. So we'll see how that how well that works out. Yeah. Well, I think we're gonna wrap up because uh, guy has to go. I have to go. Um, I don't oh, know. We didn't even get to talk about Deadpool. Well, next, next people episode. haven't seen it. So next. Oh wait, episode, somebody hasn't episode. seen it. Yeah. Who hasn't seen it yet? Guy, did you see Deadpool yet? I've seen it. Oh, everyone saw it. I thought I thought you didn't see it. Okay. When did well, I say that, dude? I've I, got, I got. We always just assume so. that you don't see things. Well, I have. Well, Are okay, we fine. I haven't seen Deadpool. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, you're right. Um, I, I don't see a lot of things. How about this? We can, if you guys are up for it, do another one this weekend, maybe. Possibly. I mean, I'm home, so I have no plans. Yeah. I think it's going to rain. Well, Saturday, rain I have to help my... Yeah, it's going to rain all weekend, so yeah, yeah. I'll be home. Well, let's figure let's figure something out. We'll do a weekend uh, a weekend episode to like kind of make up for last week, too. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, what's, what's uh, we're still like an we, episode behind somehow. Oh, no. Tommy, you have thir- 20 to 30 minutes of an episode that you cut out mm-hmm. that you can put up. I so, can. Be, be sure to listen out for that or watch out for that. That's coming whenever Tommy deems fit to drop some fire on you guys. Yeah, motherfuckers. Damn. But, uh, yeah, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, get get, get Movie Pass, guys. That shit is so worth it. I'm, yeah, I'm seriously uh, considering it now. Yeah, I already used it twice. It's pretty dope. Like, What's that? Uh, it's, it's a, like, it's a, eh, not a, well, it's like a subscription thingy. Um, so you pay $10 a month, you get to see a movie and every day. Every day for the entire month. Um, the only the only thing is you can't see the same movie twice, which is fine, because usually like for these big movies I'd spend money anyway. So if you want to see it a second time, or if you're broke and you don't have the money, also it's good for like experimenting on stuff you may not have seen otherwise. But yeah, it's like you could see a movie any day of the week. Um, it's pretty cool. Like it's ten bucks a month. So I mean, and and most most theaters take it. So the only thing is you can't do like 3D. <laughs> I want you guys to oh, look up. What, what about that? I forgot that he's still in my uh, my uh, purgatory. Huh? You, you guys should look up Toto Mojado. 
Damn, I, I didn't even, I can't even say that right. Toto Mojado. T-O-T-O-M-O-J-A-D-O. Look it up on Facebook. Alright. Send a link in the group chat. Yeah, that shit is hilarious. Yeah, if anybody's listening, uh, listening, look up the look up that name too. It's a funny inside joke we have going on, but it, it's a real person apparently. Pa- Papa, can you hear me? Oh my god, dude! That <laughs> oh line. my god! Do you want to build a snowman? Dude, yeah, I know we're not gonna get into this now, but I think one of the best lines in that entire movie was when this dude goes, "Who are you?" And he goes, "I'm Batman." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> You're so no, dark. I, are, are you sure you're not part of the DC he's universe? Like, he's like, give me. He's like, uh, he's like, just give me a bow and arrow. Call me Hawkeye. <laughs> oh, dude, I was crying. I, I, I was. Uh, my favorite part is uh, the the old prison wallet. Oh my god. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> I was like, absolutely. You're not supposed to want to cry one moment, then literally a second after start laughing. Because right. of that opening sequence, dude. I was You're not supposed only to one feel laughing like that. out loud. In <laughs> I was so oh, disappointed man. with everybody else. I'm like, Alyssa's like, jamming. She's like, giving me weird looks because I'm dying, laughing, and nobody was nobody was laughing out loud. You could see people sort of like chuckling. I, I can but I'm laugh. Like, the, I can. I can laugh the second time around, not the first time. No. The first time I was like, oh, and then the second time, especially when the with that opening credit sequence is oh amazing. the yeah the Bond thingy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude! Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, how do you go from like almost wanting to cry? Because that that scene right before that, dude, that whole like when this chick died into the uh, you know when he killed himself or tried to kill himself, dude, that it, was crazy. We can't get too into it. We're saving this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but but that, but yeah, going from that to that opening was just something, something of pure genius. All right, I know you guys get a roll, so it's almost five o'clock. All right, guys. Uh, Bye. Everyone rebels without a cause Stand up for your rights when nothing's wrong You're waiting for a day